Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This is VSIN Prime Time. Live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, here is Tim Murray. Hour three of VSIN Prime Time alongside Mike Palm. I am Tim Murray. Coming up in 15 minutes, Mike Golick Sr. talked to Junior last hour. Kelly in Vegas. Kelly Stewart will join us later on this hour along with Ariel Epstein. Busy time. But yesterday on the program, we had some Kansas City folks in here. So as our coverage of VSIN Super Week continues on VSIN Prime Time, we are an equal opportunity show. Damon Bruce. Long-time Bay Area personality, Damon Bruce Plus on YouTube, friend of the program, and in studio here. What's up, man? Great to see you. Gentlemen, thank you for having me in. What digs you got? I mean, it's fun to do this with you on the phone, but anytime you want to fly me out here yeah. for the segment, I'm, I'm more than happy to accommodate. A little, a little better in person. Um, so let, let's jump right into it. Um, you know, look, a lot of the talk about, you know, number 15 on the other side, but let's... Let's focus on the quarterback playing for the San Francisco 49ers. What has impressed you from Brock Purdy? And, and maybe what was your biggest takeaway, Damon, from adversity that he faced, especially two weeks ago against Detroit? Yeah, Tim, I mean, he, he, he did the one thing everyone said. They needed him to check that box before they would believe in him in any and all scenarios. The Niners have been fabulous front runners throughout the Kyle yeah. Shanahan era when it comes to coming back late in the fourth quarter. They just have not done that. So to play a couple of their worst games of the year, yet still come out with late wins, I think is just, it's good for the juju of this team going into the Super Bowl. Now, would I have preferred 400-yard, five-touchdown games in the divisional <laughs> and the, the conference championship? Yeah, I think everyone would have been happy with that too. But for whatever reason, and I don't know why, gentlemen, Brock Purdy has become this firebrand, divisive quarterback when he's truly one of the nicest, humblest, quietest, unassuming, not drawing attention to himself players in the league. But he seems to have driven everybody a little bonkers because he doesn't look the type. If we were creating a player on Madden, we would never make him look like Brock Purdy with his attributes. Um, what's impressed me the most about him is the way he just processes the game. He gets to that second and third read as smoothly as Garoppolo just stuck to that first read. You know, he, uh, Greg Cosell famously trying to speak nice of Jimmy Garoppolo would always say, Jimmy's not very good late in the down, <laughs> which is a nice way of saying he can't get off the first read, right? right. Um, Brock gets to that third read as smoothly as a 10-year NFL vet, and it's, it's really impressive. I mean, so much so quickly in a career no one, no one assumed would be anything more than a practice squad guy. And he has just been uh, a revelation. Damon, you were confident, the 49ers, fairly confident that they would make it to the Super Bowl. And throughout the course of the year, they were the highest power rated team in football at sometimes three, three and a half points better than any other team yeah. for Baltimore at the time. Favorite in every game, right? Mike? So, yeah, yeah, if you would have looked ahead to this Super Bowl matchup, let's say sometime in December, 
This line might have been six with the 49ers over the Chiefs. Now the Chiefs stopped turning the ball over, no sacks, right, and played, played perfect games. But is this kind of a false number, too, that this number is so short? Did we downgrade San Francisco too much off the close calls in the playoffs? Isn't that the question yeah. everyone is asking, yeah. right? I mean, that is, that's the crux of where you're putting your money down yeah. on this yeah. one. I do think that the Niners absolutely pointed their ship in the wrong direction at the wrong time, mm-hmm. and there might be a little line value in that. I know how good they are, mm-hmm. and when they are firing on all cylinders, they're a fabulous football team. Like you said, they've been favored in every game. That doesn't happen by accident. Um, I honestly, though, as impressive as the Chiefs run at home against Miami in a freezer <laughs> and then in Buffalo, still in a freezer, yep. and then in Baltimore in rough conditions as well, um, I think this is one of the more impressive playoff runs anyone's had recently to get to a Super Bowl. And I just think that that is – when the line really came out, I thought the Chiefs were going to be the favorite. Mm. I was surprised, actually, to see, wow, wow, their reputation means they're still catching points against the red-hot D in Mahomes. I I was a little surprised by it. So um, I will also, for the both of your sakes and your entire audience know, when it comes to gambling, I'm horrific at it. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people, I think, come in here and they try to sprechen sie Deutsch and sound like they really know what they're talking about. I am a novice brand betting gambler if there ever was one. There was one prop bet, though, that I did see. Oh, what we got? What we got? Is McCaffrey really 16 and a half for carries? Uh, I think 18 and a half now. 18 and a half. Okay. Okay. Moved up a little. I still like it. If the Niners win this game, that hits guaranteed. McCaffrey's getting 30 carries, 30 total touches, at least in this ballgame. And that's what I've kind of talked about this week. Damon Bruce hanging with us here in studio. Damon Bruce Plus on YouTube. Make sure you get that. His podcast as well was, you know, they've been cautious to an extent with Christian McCaffrey because you know where you want to ultimately get and here we are in the Super Bowl and my thing is if it's not him it's going to be Debo Samuel so the unique prop that I was kind of looking at was over one and a half carries for Elijah Mitchell I'm like I don't think he's going to get many carries in this game I don't know if he'll touch the ball so one of my regular season talking points was more carries for Mitchell more carries for Jordan Mason even just to keep the load off of McCaffrey I do believe Sunday at Allegiant Stadium we will all be attending the Christian McCaffrey Invitational. Like it is, he is he is going to get the lion's share of the work with Debo getting the other carries I think in this game unless something goes wrong. Speaking of props, would you advocate a McCaffrey MVP uh, bet? In this game? I think it's a strong play. I don't see, uh, you know, we all know that that has almost become a quarterback's award. Mm -hmm. But I do feel that McCaffrey might even have a little regular season sentiment residue if the Niners are playing incredibly. If Christian McCaffrey had played for any other team but the 49ers, he might have been your your league MVP this year. Um, He had a spectacular season. He is one of the single best football players I've ever seen with my own two eyes. I didn't realize his true skill until he was playing every down in front of me. Almost like when Kevin Durant, when I I knew he was a really good basketball player, we all did, but you didn't watch a lot of Thunder basketball. Now he's in front of me every night playing for the Warriors, and I'm just like, oh my God, now I understand. McCaffrey is that same ilk of player. You don't realize how good he is on second and long because that didn't make the highlight. And that second and long play is never a negative play. It might go for six yards, probably even a better chance it goes for a first down. He's the ultimate chain mover. And keeping Mahomes off the field, I think, is a huge part of the MVP formula that he could find. My Christian McCaffrey epiphany moment came in the Rose Bowl. I grew up in Iowa. So what he single-handedly did to Kurt Ferentz, who could make any game close, was unreal. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Well, again, being in the Bay Area, watching so many Stanford games. But you still – like it. There's no amount of collegiate success ever that speaks to what you might be professionally. And for him to almost be better as a pro than he was in college, it's just remarkable. He's Should have won the Heisman. Should have won the Heisman. Yeah. His numbers were absolutely ridiculous. Damon Bruce with us here in studio. YouTube.com slash Damon Bruce Plus. All right. The 49ers win on Sunday. Why? The 49ers lose on Sunday. Why? Uh, the 49ers win on Sunday because Fred Warner shut off Travis Kelsey like a spigot as much as anyone can do that that's obviously on a sliding Kelsey scale of 
I mean, his spigots. totals are six and a half, 70 yards. So, I mean, yes, he's he's pretty darn good. Yeah, and he, for whatever reason, he is never, he, he gets free release off the line of scrimmage every game. Travis Kelsey is wide open in every game I watch of the Kansas City Chiefs. And how that happens, I do not know. I'm guessing other defensive coordinators have heard of him, yet they don't <laughs> stop him. And the great ones, look, the great, truly great ones do make it look easy, don't yep. they? I think Fred Warner is the best versatile linebacker in football. He can run with receivers, much less tight ends. And he is the the queen on the chessboard that has to – if if – if Kelsey goes to the bathroom, Fred Warner has to go with him. <laughs> and if the 49ers win this game, it'll be because that matchup went Fred Warner's way. And if they lose, probably because it went the other way. I don't see the Chiefs winning this game without a monster game from Kelsey or the type of defensive performance that leaves Kyle Shanahan embarrassed on Monday. And the Chiefs do have that ability. But I also think Kyle is under the most pressure of anybody in Las Vegas. He has to come back to San Francisco with a Lombardi trophy. So real quickly, Thomas Dimitrov, former Falcons general manager, was his boss in Atlanta when they blew the 28-3 to uh-huh. lead. And obviously he was the offensive coordinator, not the head coach. Right. Yeah. But he looked at us in the eye and he goes, he better win this game. He better win this game. And, and that's kind of, whether it's fair or not, he's been talked and I've been right there lockstep with it as one of the elite coaches, but he doesn't have that hardware yet. This is a moment that ticks a box that we'll all talk about on his way to Canton. This is a Hall of Fame coaching moment for him. He has the talent to be a Hall of Fame coach, and he gets his Lombardi trophy. I really believe if he gets one, there might be three. It's sort of like Scott Norwood. I, my entire life, I've believed, had Norwood hit that First field goal, the Bills win three of four Super Bowls. You know, it would have happened. I would hate to see the can't win the big one get attached to him even further than it has been attached to him. Um, He's better than that. He deserves that. The weight of just trying to step out of his own father's shadow speaks to the pressure on him beyond just the entire world's watching also. You know, we all want to do just a little bit better than our dads. And, <laughs> our, and the reason why our dads are awesome is because they're the only guys in the world rooting for us to do a little bit better than him, right? That's true. So uh, I really hope that this happens, and I hope it also happens because should the Niners lose this game, it ruins next season before it even starts. There's no amount of regular season, that's impressive, this is good, nice win streak that anyone could ever be satisfied with in the vacuum of the moment because the umbrella of can't win the big one will be the only umbrella the Niners live under. Parting gift. Do they win? Oh, that's a long hesitation. It's a long dramatic pause. That's that's not even a broadcaster dramatic pause. That was an Oscar-worthy dramatic pause. Um, The Kansas City, so you're telling... 10 seconds! Okay. Yeah, the 49ers win. Oh, I got to go home yeah, and eat in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 49ers win this game. <laughs> Mike Golick Sr. next. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts a butte of a website now. VSIN.com. It is new and improved. Looks quite sharp. Tons of Super Bowl content over there. Alongside Mike Palm, I am Tim Murray. It is VSIN Prime Time. Our coverage of Super Week continues. Earlier today, I was able to catch up down at Radio Row, Mike, with Mike Golick Sr. Catch his show on DraftKings Network. He will also be on the sidelines of the Super Bowl. So here you go, my conversation with Mike Golick Sr. All right, we're joined now by the better Mike Golick. We talked to the younger one earlier, but look at the hair. I mean, the hair just makes it stand apart. So between the hair and the graying beard, I want to. I grew, started growing the beard during COVID, and I had tried before, and my wife laughed at me when I would try. But for some reason, you know, during COVID, she's like, oh, it looks pretty good. Why don't you leave it? So my hair is getting gray. My beard's getting gray. I want to eventually have it all be white and be like Moses. That's my goal, <laughs> that I put a robe on, have a, have a staff, and I stand there and look like Moses. Well, you, the, the wisdom is, uh, is protruding out. Uh, not only is, uh, is Mike Golick Sr. on Gojo and Golick here on the DK Network, you'll be sidelines yes. of the Super Bowl. What number Super Bowl is this? Is this number one? This, as far as working, it's number three. Yeah, it's about 27 three. overall, but I always go wow. home. Uh, but since I've been working with uh, Westwood One, I do Sunday night games with Ryan Radke. My guy. And then, yes, love Ryan. And then they asked me a couple of years ago, hey, can you be like the, you know, the late, great Tony Saragusa sure. and be like a game analyst on the field? We have Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner in the booth and Laura Oakman, the true professional oh, sideline, the on, yes, on the, on the field. So I'm like, yeah, I get to work the Super Bowl, and I'm up close and personal for the halftime shows. How great is that? Yeah, so uh, you'll let us know about uh, Usher's performance yes. down there. Uh, a lot to get to, uh, and I'm sure our, my, my viewers are all laughing that the two guests I've had on today both – played and graduated from Notre Dame. Well, uh, so, you know, you, know hey. the, you walk around, you like to talk to smart people. Ryan Harris is coming in studio. Go ahead and be jealous all you want, gang. <laughs> what are you going to do? We look, Coming up on uh, Gojo and Golik, we're going to have Sam Hartman, Ooh. another domer there. I mean, we had Joe Montana. I mean, what are you doing to your son? I mean, your son is follically challenged, and yeah. you're bringing in the man who may have the greatest head of hair in, in all of Radio Row and Sam Hartman. The best-looking quarterback in college football last year and the best hair. <laughs> who, and he was at the Senior Bowl, have you ever seen a player get a slow-mo of running their fingers through their hair? <laughs> Sam Hartman did. I mean, it's, inc- it's incredible. No easy transition from that. No. Well, let's get into quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, let's get to Brock Purdy. I talked to your son about Brock Purdy. You'll see him up close and personal. Yeah. Not sure how many 49er games you did this did year. but You know, I, I said this to Mike, and I'll say it to you. If he was third-round pick Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. I think he would get a little bit more credit. But because he's Mr. Irrelevant, and look, the guy it's not his fault that Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, and George Kittle are really, really good at what right. they do. What do you see about Brock Purdy's game, and where can he go as a quarterback in this I- league? I'm amazed at the lack of gratitude is the wrong word, of, of stock up we give him. Sure. I remember talking to Richard Sherman a couple of weeks ago, 
great Seattle, but former 49er as well. He said America loves an underdog story, but they don't love Brock Purdy, yeah. which which I don't get. And I know Cam Newton has come out and said 10th best player on a team. Now, listen, there are great players on that team. But Cam also said he's not a game changer, and I completely disagree with that. He has the ball in his hand every play, and he can make the throws that can change a game. I did the, I call the San Francisco Green Bay playoff game where they came back. He made a beautiful throw down the middle to Juwan Jennings in that game when they needed it. So he can make the throw when it needs to be. It needs to be made, but you're right. It's not his fault, the talent around him, but he still has to get the ball there. And, and this is the example, and, and you have to really watch. It's Because every pass, a completion pass, isn't just a completion. San Francisco has led the league since Kyle's been there in yards after catch. When you throw what looks like a simple swing pass or a simple slant pass, watch the way the ball gets there. If that swing pass is behind the, the running back a little bit, and they have to get spun around, not many yards after the catch. If that slant is thrown low or behind the receiver, not many yards after the catch. Brock puts it right where the running back or wide receiver needs it to continue running after the catch. That's why it's so successful. It's the little things like that. And it's not like he just throws short passes. led the league in yards per attempt at like over nine yards per attempt. So he gets the ball downfield as well. Yeah, I'm from D.C. and Kyle Shanahan was there. Right. They drafted Robert Griffin the yep. third, But the quarterback the Shanahans really loved was Kirk Cousins. Right. And there's always been rumors about him maybe reuniting at some point. And you see a lot of Kirk Cousins in Brock Purdy, I think, which is not a knock. Kirk no. Cousins is is very efficient. So when you look at uh, you know Brock Purdy, do you think Kyle trusts Brock Purdy more than Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, that's a good question because well, I mean, what would what had been proven because Jimmy did it in a play in a Super Bowl right. overthrowing an open receiver. Right. It's amazing how Jimmy Garoppolo had such a great winning record, but you get remembered for that sure. one play, right? And for Brock, it was like unrealized gains when you're in the NFC title game with Philadelphia and you get your elbow hit and all of a sudden it's it's ball game, yeah. right? And now he doesn't get hurt and now they're in the Super Bowl. Even though, as I said, calling the Green Bay game, he was off. Yeah. He did not play well. Throw he a couple admitted turnover worthy throws he and did. they were dropped. Whether it was slick out in the ball or it was was uh, a slipper in his hand, whether it was he didn't play week 18 so he had basically 19 days off in between games, so was it a little bit of rust there, but he did not play well. And then in Detroit, first half, 7 of 15, 93 yards and a pick. Second half, he was money, though. Right. So he can, he can get there when he needs to, and, and, and we'll have to see. Pat Mahomes, we're used to him making plays. Brock Purdy, we're saying, oh, he's got a lot of great receivers. All he has to do is dish it to him. It's a lot harder than saying just got to dish it to him. You know, and not, not everybody can just go do that. A fun thing that I'd like to be doing this week, Mike, is asking people outside of quarterback, advantage Kansas City. Skill position yeah. players advantage San Francisco. Outside of that, I think there's a lot of fun discussions to be had. So as a former defensive lineman like yourself, who's got a better D-line? A better D-line. San Francisco has a deeper D-line for sure. But who's sure. got a better D-line? I would say probably still San Francisco okay. has a better D-line. The issue San Francisco had was they were three in the league against the run in the regular season. But yeah, have, what's, have, what's going wrong in your opinion? So I talked to Fred Warner um, uh, on Monday. Yep. Uh, before they went out in public with uh, with the media night. And I said, dude, listen, yeah. you guys were great against a run, then you're not. He said, you know what? It's execution on our part. He said, he said, he said to me, you know, as a D lineman, everybody has their gap. Everybody, D lineman has their gaps. Linebackers have the other gaps and people fill. He said, we had two guys in the same gap opening up a hole. And then we're not getting to the ball as a team well enough when a running back is running free. He said, that's on us. He said, that's what we have to do. Play your responsibility. If I'm the three technique on the guard, B gap is mine. If I'm the backside D tackle and one technique, that A gap is mine. Where their backers fill in A gaps, B gaps, ends and C gaps, and outside, who has outside contained, do your job. Have your, it's almost like a picket fence. Do your job, make the play if it comes to you. Right. If you're not doing your job, it opens up a big hole. You could have 10 guys do their job, one guy doesn't, and it happens to be where the ball is, you're in a lot of trouble. And so he said they weren't executing there, and it's something that they have to, they have to, to fix. The matchups I'm looking for, I think this is going to be a defensive game. We can talk about Purdy, Pat Mahomes, the tight ends, Kittle and, and Kelsey, all we want. But I think this is a defensive game. Nick Bolton for Kansas City and, uh, and uh, Warner, Fred Warner for, for San Francisco. Fred was number one opposing passer rating when he's the nearest defender. Nick Bolton, number three. So two of the best linebackers in coverage when they're in coverage. 
And you got the two best tight ends in right. the game as well. So how does that dynamic work, whether those linebackers are in man at times or zone at times? If you're in man, obviously, man coverage, how do you do? And there has been six times where Fred Warner has been the nearest defender on Kelsey in the past, five catches for Kelsey, 63 yards. But a more important thing for the defense of Kansas City, because San Francisco is so good on yards after the catch, is you got to make the tackle when the ball is caught. You run a slant. Three-yard slant, they get the completion. you got to make the tackle three, four yards. That's it. You can't let them go for 15. Swing pass out of the backfield. Now you're one-on-one. Safety comes up, whoever is one-on-one with a Christian McCaffrey. Who wins? Who makes the tackle? You make that tackle, you win. Christian shakes you, gains 15. There you go. It's a, as, as, as X's and O's as we want to get, as chess matches we want to get, it's a game of one-on-ones. All right, final minute with Mike Golick Sr. You can catch him, Gojo and Golick, and listen to him, Super Bowl Sunday sideline analyst with Westwood One. You got to pick Spagnolo, Wilkes. Who's your defensive coordinator of choice? Well, I think Spagnolo has been having that defense of Kansas City playing because a lot of it is what have you done for me lately, yep. right? And I equate what Kansas City has done to when Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay and they won the Super Bowl. Tom did, wouldn't even have gotten to the Super Bowl had that defense not balled out in the playoffs. Yep. Look what KC defense does in Buffalo, and especially what they did in Baltimore. They stoned Baltimore with the, this two-time MVP coming up and Lamar Jackson and the best running game in the league, even though Baltimore inexplicably Six didn't carries. run. Six carries. Ridiculous. Yep. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't understand it yep. at all. But that KC defense with Spagnuolo, the it's offense, it's motion, defense, it's bring six guys up on the line, but you don't blitz. Sometimes you do. You still bring four, but what four are coming? You try and confuse. It's a confusion defense now. I like their aggressiveness. I like the way they're playing right now, whereas San Francisco we just talked about, they've been giving up the run, so they have to shore that up because they got the meanest runner in the game and Isaiah Pacheco coming up. Gojo and Golik weekdays on DK Network. Catch Golik Sr. on the sidelines of the Super Bowl. More of VSIN Super Week next. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. Put the VSIN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up on a VSIN Pro annual subscription. Get your first year for only $199 instead of the typical $240. Just use the promo code PRIME. Get access to everything on our brand new VSIN.com website. That includes daily best bet with a leaderboard to see which VSIN expert has the hot hand, betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game, plus our Super Bowl betting guide with best bets and favorite prop plays. Remember, the promo code is PRIME. Get that first year of VEASAN Prime at Pro Access for only $199. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Alongside Mike Palm, I am Tim Murray. It is VEASAN Prime Time. We're live here from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas as we continue our Super Week coverage on VEASAN. And this is my favorite trick of the whole week. As we go to this bump in, Mike, and we come back out, we've got more people wow. at the desk. <laughs> and we've got Ariel Epstein. We've got Kelly Stewart, a.k.a. Kelly in Vegas. Ladies, I know it's been a busy day. I know we've got a dinner reservation shortly, but we need to get some plays before you go to dinner. Uh, that's the tax that Barry's is paying, right, Mike Palm? That's right. So, oh, is, is Mike Palm going to write me a comp for dinner? <laughs> that would be great. That, I got it right. that was kind I of what I was insinuating when I slid into my I got you in trouble. I really? I'm just Is kidding. that really what no, you No, I really just wanted to come on the show with you guys. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. All right, we'll start because, Ariel, I know we've, we've got to roll some props here shortly, but let's start side total. Kelly, I'll start with you. Anything jumping out as we sit here right now that you're looking to get in pocket, already have in pro- pocket, San Francisco lay in two, total 47 and a half. Yeah, I took, uh, I, I took a little position, a very small position, if you will, on Niners money line. And the reason why is because I think that we're going to see – a culmination of the Bucks-Chiefs Super Bowl once again. I, this Chiefs team's been through some struggles this year, and I don't want to discredit what they were able to do during the playoffs. I know Patrick Mahomes, if he has a uh, chance with two minutes left, I'm going to be absolutely sick to my <laughs> stomach uh, towards the end of that game if it is obviously within reach. But I don't know if it's going to be. I think it's going to be much more of a defensive battle. So side, I did lay 125 with the Niners, and I think that's the way to go instead yeah. of laying the two and a half personally. I lean towards the under, 
I think I'm going to look for some in-game uh, betting. As you guys know, we're good friends with Pam Maldonado. She yeah. and I were talking about the total a lot today uh, when I saw her on Radio Row. And she's like, hey, you know, all of these things that lean towards the second half yep. under. But I think we're going to see a higher scoring first half. Both defenses yeah. come to play in the second. Niners, uh, opponent's team total under in the second half has been one of the best bets over the last two years. So I think I'm going to wait till halftime to mess with the total. But I'll be on the under if I can get the right number. We're obviously in the same circle, so we talk about the same things. Um, but I do like the Niners in the spot, and that was something we did not discuss until we both decided to come together on, like, okay, we both have an idea of what we like. Ready, set, Niners. And we were so happy. On that team total under in the second half, ever since I saw her in Florida, she told me about it, and I have been riding it. And it showed last game in the championship where it looked like the Lions were going to win the NFC championship the whole first half. Second half comes around. It's those defensive adjustments that the Niners can make. Niners are the better team. Like you mentioned with this Chiefs Bucks Super Bowl. What did they do? They ran the football Tampa Bay. They kept the ball out of Patrick Mahomes hands. Tom Brady, future Hall of Famer, only threw the ball 29 times. If the Niners are smart, they take a page out of the Bucks playbook, they run the football, and leave it out of Brock Purdy's hands. Ariel, I have to ask you this, and we haven't met before. We've talked long distance, but how does a girl from New York City become this huge Ravens fan? <laughs> My dad is from Maryland. Yeah. My mom is from New York. Dad's from Maryland. Mom made dad move after college. That's where they met. Yeah. She said, no way do I move by the Mason-Dixon line. I'm a New Yorker. So dad comes up. Now, I was born in the early 90s. So I grew up with the Yankees dynasty. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I grew up with the Yankees dynasty in the 90s. Then the Ravens beat the Giants in the 2000 Super Bowl. How on earth was I not going to love Derek Jeter and Ray Lewis? Is, is it true? I heard that growing up, Kelly was your idol. Is that true when you were, oh when you were a little girl? Is that, <laughs> Do not let this girl's head get any bigger. Growing up, oh my God. If I didn't feel bad enough about myself yeah. today. We needed a screenshot of Kelly's face when Ariel said she was born in the early Growing 90s. Growing up, I listened to you all the time. You know, it, it's funny though, because I, I do get questions all the time about stuff like that. I don't remember a lot about the early 90s, in fairness. I really don't. I was little. Uh, my, my memory really starts when Broncos won back-to-back -back Super Bowls, 96, 97. Nine, well, it was a 97, 98 Super Bowls. Yep. But so I don't know what that says about us, that our memories started to kick in around the same in time. time. Yeah, it's really sad uh, how that works. Yeah, well, I mean, in 98, too, we, we try to, as a Kansas State alum, I'm sure you try to... Yeah, 98 was not, that, not a good that, year for me. Push that one away as... Uh, one of my favorite college football players of all time, Michael Bishop. Oh, man, that Big 12 championship. Gosh, you guys. Like, Sorry. I don't know. We went well, they down. The we Ravens, went down. They we bashed the Ravens. They bashed K-State. I didn't bash the Ravens. You said your dad's from Maryland. I'm like, all right, mm -hmm. now we can now we can party because uh, I'm born and raised Maryland. All right, let's get some props. Ariel, let's start with you. What are some props, a.k.a. the prop queen over there, what are some props you're staring at for Super Bowl 58? So I like Justin Watson, Chiefs receiver, over 12 and a half yards, longest reception. He averages just over 17 yards per longest catch on the road. He actually has the most deep balls on the road for the Chiefs this year. Mm -hmm. Rashi Rice, Travis Kelsey, there's yard, their yardage drops when they go on the road. When I look at the Niners, I mentioned it before, Brock Purdy under pass attempts. It's at 31 and a half, a little juice minus 145. Purdy's not going to throw the football much. Keep the ball out of his hands and give it to Christian McCaffrey, who was a super, uh, MVP runner-up. You can give it to Debo Samuel, who's probably going to run the football more, too, from the backfield. I look to this defense at San Francisco, so, um, I mean, I like them a lot for that. And then I look to, what was the last one? Um, Debo Samuel over rushing yards. So okay. Debo Samuel went from 15.5 to 16.5 rushing yards. You look back to the last, what Super Bowl run that the Niners made with Shanahan they ran the football with Debo now I know they didn't have Christian McCaffrey in that span but you still can run with him and have a lot of deceptive plays around McCaffrey and Debo that Debo could take off for one in 17 yards Kelly, we have any props? Uh, yeah, I don't hate any of those, actually. Uh, so as I mentioned, I, I lean towards the under. So yeah. some of my props are going to 
uh, go in that direction. Over three and a half field goals. A little plus money on All that right. bad boy. I do think that we're going to see both of these teams be able to step up defensively. So give me four field goals in the game. We all know I love kicking is for losers. Uh, this one's a little too juiced. So if you didn't already bet this one, I can't condone it. Uh, I've seen as high as minus 165 now on shortest TD. Okay. Under one and a half yards. I laid 140. Uh, after 150, it, it, you get kind of priced out of it. So be cautious there. Now, one of the things I'm going to bet, but I haven't bet yet, and because I think the line's only going to go in one direction, kind of coincides with what Ariel said. Patrick Mahomes under passing yards. Now, that was really great against the Ravens. Cash that. Mm -hmm. It's been a pretty good bet all season long. Yeah. Um, and, that's, and that's exactly why. You're going to pay a premium for guys named Patrick Mahomes in this game. You're going to pay a premium for guys named Travis Kelsey in this game. Uh, and then I did bet, just for fun, um, it's not something I've done very often, but I did bet George Kittle anytime uh, touchdown just because I wanted somebody to root for, not one of the guys that's towards the top of the list, but just, just enough. And so I'll take tight end number two that's not getting any recognition in this game. <laughs> Kelly, we've been friends a long time, uh, and you're terrific and, and a great advocate for the industry. Ariel, you've done an amazing job branding yourself. The prop queen, right? Your work on MLB Network, tremendous. Uh, and congrats on all that. As two attractive females in this space, are you doing your own research and coming up with your own plays, or does someone help you do the research? And so, I mean, I just ask a yeah. question that a lot of people will suppose out there. No, absolutely, great question, yeah. and I've always been very transparent. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I own a part of Wager Talk, so mm -hmm. I have surrounded myself with guys there and not there. Todd mm -hmm. Furman, Kenny White, guys at Don Best back in the day mm -hmm. have always been very helpful to share any information, any insight. Ralph Michaels, as mm -hmm. I mentioned, has Killer Sports Database. Oh, Ralph. Oh my gosh. Anything I need, I call Ralph and I have it. So I think being able to utilize your network isn't a detriment and owning up to, hey, if I'm off somewhere, why am I so off? I was so off on the K-State KU basketball game on Monday night. And I'm like, I made this game six and a half and it's four and a half. And then I land in Kansas, it's four. And then boom, yeah. three and a half. And I was like, well, I found one four left uh, at DraftKings. So didn't I was like, need I, it, though. I didn't. Yeah. But I, I did take it in uh, the little fun same-game parlay because I, I didn't really want to get my hopes up, but I was like, okay, this is how I see this game playing out. I'm going to throw something together just for fun. Had another buddy say, I like the alternative line. I think you should lay two-and-a-half-plus money with the Wildcats. And I said, fine, I will. I'll join you. Because I, I, had, I had a little extra money in my DraftKings account. I live in Florida. We don't have DraftKings. Nevada right. doesn't have DraftKings. You know where I realized I had money in my account from when I was at MSG with her for March Madness. So I was like, this is perfect. Uh, I think being honest and open that I do share a lot of ideas and opinions, and I want to get it validated by people that I respect in the industry. I've had a lot of mentors that have been very helpful, and I don't see a problem admitting to that. No, I, I totally agree. I mean, look, I, I listen to podcasts like six hours a day, just different people taking it all in. All right, before we go, uh, f final score MVP, Ariel. Oh, goodness. Um, okay, so I guess before I said final score was 27-24 Niners. Ooh, over. <sighs> yeah, but I don't know. Okay, so that I, that was in the car we were talking about. it. I hate making final right. score predictions. All right, no final Super score. Bowl, we're going Niners. Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. MVP, let's give it to Christian McCaffrey. Kelly. Ooh, that's boring. Five Plus seconds. 27-17 Niners. MVP? Ooh, I want it to be a defensive player, so give me Nick Bosa. All right, there we go. Kelly Stewart, Ariel Epstein. It is V-CIN primetime. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. -O. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts There's never been a better time to have skin in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook because right now we have a VSIN exclusive offer for new DraftKings customers. Earn a $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet, up to $2,500. Don't wait. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code VSIN, V S I N. When you sign up, you'll earn a $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet up to $2,500. Woo! It's been a show, Mike Palm. This is a Hall of... Put this one in the Hall of Fame. We don't have, we don't have the magic trick uh, this way. It is our continuing coverage of VSIN mm-hmm. Super Week here, uh, but we do not have the magic trick that I love so much where we go to this graphic and then someone else is sitting on the desk. But, uh, man, crazy show, starting with Rich Gannon giving us a little pop-in to start the show. I asked at one time, and I filled in for a couple of months here. I said, Breton, could you ever imagine a day where there would be no segments of just me and Tim? And we almost got there. <laughs> we almost, we got, almost there. got there we today. Almost, <laughs> we almost got there. Um, by the way, Stanford Steve, uh, our good friend who joined us in the first hour of the program, yeah. he's got a sweat mm. going right now. Penn State up one. He took the one with the Nittany Lions at home against Iowa. And we will see if the trend of pretty much everyone losing on the road, unless you're Purdue, uh, continues in the Big Ten as Penn State has a three-point lead. Uh, small play for me tonight. I'm going with the Blazers of UAB. You can get a six out there, some five and a halfs, but um, I think this is a nice revenge spot. I do think Florida Atlantic, for the most part this year, Mike, has just been overpriced because of what they did last year, and they've got the target on their back, and I think UAB, uh, especially losing to them, uh, in uh, Boca Raton, uh, we'll have that revenge angle. They'll be fired up for this game. Coming off a loss to SMU, so we'll rock with the Blazers catching the six tonight against Florida Atlantic. Anything for you eyeing you up? Uh, we can get to the Super Bowl your plays because uh, JVT will be with us tomorrow, so we will have you tomorrow on the program. Yes. Um, I'm just going to give uh, a general theme to look at in the NHL coming off the All-Star break. And it's only happened once, and I don't know tonight yet because the results aren't in. But playing a team that has a game in against a team their first game back from the break has been a winning angle here um, for quite a few years. I mean, like three years ago, it was like over 80%. Um, Rangers did it last night against Tampa Bay. I didn't – it's so busy today with Super Bowl and everything and and uh, preparing for the 12 guests that uh, – <laughs> just, just kidding. I only had to prepare for like seven or eight. Um, and then we had some on the fly, we like did. Rich Gannon and Jason Robbins. But uh, I didn't have a chance to look 
The angle would apply in the game that hasn't gone yet. Um, Knights, who had a game under their belt, a great game Tuesday night, ending the Oilers' streak, are in, in Arizona tonight where they're laying about 130, 135. So Arizona's first game off the break, that angle would apply. Take a look at it. That's when I hit the 18-round robin a few years ago on February 1st. Ooh. There was actually six games where a team that had already played was playing a team coming back. It was a Saturday. Um, and then I just picked two other games where I liked it and, and ended up hitting an 18-round robin, all the five, six, the sevens, and the eight. I did, because the last two games were standalone, bet significant amounts of money against right. the round robin. You know, monetized Mike, just in case. But it ended up hitting, hey. and it's actually a six-figure win that day. You know what's funny is uh, I thought of you on, was it Tuesday? It might have been Monday. I think it was Tuesday night, Clemson-UNC. Because mm. I took the seven and a half with Clemson, and the game got too tied, and I said, uh, Mike would be disappointed. Yep. I did not go and take UNC. And fortunately no. for me, yep. Clemson went and ran away with it. So uh, it was uh, one of the few times where monetized, rolling the monetized Mike way uh, did not go. So from a Super Bowl perspective, Mike, do you have – Kind of a, a go-to method to your madness? Is it year to year? How do you normally attack the Super Bowl? Uh, you know, I used to, this is, you, you've seen the teams the most all year. You usually have a pretty good idea mm -hmm. of where each team stands. Not tremendous uh, injury news here. Tooney, obviously, is the key one for Kansas City on, on the offensive, offensive line. I generally start from the perspective of why can I bet the game under? I think 47 and a half is about the right number here. Although I lean under because I think both teams can run the football, but I think both teams could be explosive at the same time if you're able to run the football. I'll tell you what I have bet. I bet Pacheco over rushing yards, yep. and I bet no score for six and a half minutes. That's an interesting those, one. Those are the two props that I've bet. Yeah. And as I said, I took an alt line, or you could say bought up. I took Kansas City plus three and a half, minus 165. So those are the three bets I have on the game. To be honest with you, I'm so busy during the game. I don't even really have fun sweating the bets. Yeah. Like last year um, with Philadelphia and Kansas City, because we're going from party to party to party. This year we have six parties we've added. All around here? All on our properties. Wow. We'll have, so let's start here. We'll have about 800 people behind us in, in a sports book, 2,500 people at Stadium Swim. Ooh. On the third floor in the Galaxy Ballroom, we'll have 800 people. Then go down to the D. We'll have 350 people in the Detroit ballroom on the 12th floor. We're doing a new thing this year, Bar Canada. It's own retail party. You buy in all food and beverage included. Uh, I think it's a great deal, like 175 a person. And that, that's a tremendously underrated place to watch games because you hear the audio so clearly and you don't have to blast it. Um, doing that. And then the downtown Las Vegas Event Center is already sold out every table. I mean, they'll be, wow. they'll, they're over 6,500 right now, I think, oh. on account. So all those parties go and start walking them at 8 in the morning, help people get set up start when doors open at you know 11 outside and then at, at one o'clock inside or, or two o'clock depending on the party and then see how people are filling in and then try to find a spot to watch you know parts of the first quarter where are you going to be second quarter where are you going to be at halftime and then you can kind of settle in mid third quarter where you're going to watch the rest of the game but uh and then there's you know a lot of communication just with people unexpected things come up and we're trying to make every guest have a great experience so you know, it's tough to really sweat a game like you like to. Do you anticipate, so you guys have touched 48 a couple times yeah. this week. Do you anticipate much movement from here to kickoff on the side or the total? Well, I would tell you in most books they would go over because the public will bet yep. over. But we get the sharp money. So when we do go to 48, boom, they bet the, yeah. they, they hit under. So I think we'll probably end up right there at 47 and a half. Maybe we get to 48. I still think it might take down a little bit towards the Chiefs. I think more Chiefs people will be getting into town now where we had 49ers people or, or more pro people probably betting earlier. Um, but remember, the, the limits go up as we get closer to game day. And as Jason Robbins said, the great majority of the bets haven't come in yet. Yeah, I mean, do you? I'm curious what, you're, what you believe. So right now, circa minus $1.30 plus 112 on the, on the other side for Kansas City. Cheapest money line, DraftKings, that I see right now is down to minus 120. That's what I've been waiting for is, is maybe that suppressed money line. Do you think – do we get lower than minus 120? I, I don't think – I would assume you guys won't go much lower. No, we won't. Yeah, um, yeah maybe. You might. If this game goes to one or one and a half yeah. across the board, it would tick down a little bit. Um, so you're you're on the side of Niners win. I think so. Yeah. yeah I, I That's the way I, – I just – I keep going back to, look, I get it. 
it's Patrick Mahomes. He's he's Michael Jordan. He's he's unbelievable. And if he's got the ball in his hands, as Kelly just alluded to at the end of the game, it ain't going to be fun. Um, but the the thing I keep going back to is what was this line Christmas Day? Now Kansas City before is before Christmas Day. This you could have argued this line was seven. Right. I w- I keep looking at this chart after Christmas Day, five and a half maybe. Right. Right. We've really downgraded the 49ers through the playoffs. To get to this number of two. On Christmas Day, as I pull it up right now, the San Francisco 49ers, now they lost, but they closed a six and a half point favorite against the Baltimore Ravens. Take two two out for home field. Okay. Just take two because San Francisco's not a two and a half. Down to four and a half. Right. Last week, (laughs) the Baltimore Ravens closed a four and a half point favorite against the Kansas City Chiefs. Take two out. That's two and a half. That gives you seven, right? So, you know, and once again, the Ravens won that game against San Francisco, and the Ravens no. lost that game against Kansas City. So, yeah, there's some – but I, I just keep looking at the number, and I'm saying, look, based off of the, the math and, and how it goes and everybody out there thinking that odds makers have, have pushed in the wrong numbers, you know, they think that the, you know, the wrong team is favorite. I just – I keep falling back on San Francisco. And my biggest question, Mike, in the final minute here is Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle – Brandon Ayuk, Jennings, uh, you know, Debo Samuel. Do those skill players elevate this Niners team enough? Because Patrick Mahomes is better than Brock Purdy. Andy Reid, I would give an edge to, over Kyle Shanahan. I agree with you 100%. There. Everything else, I kind of give a little bit of a wash. I think you could decide you know, one way or the other. So do those skill position players just give the Niners enough oomph to get over the finish line to win this game. If everybody plays their best game, San Francisco is clearly the better team. I agree. Kansas City's playing mistake-free, perfect, no turnover, no sack football to get here. Zero turnover-worthy plays this postseason. (laughs) It has been tremendous. And they're forcing turnovers, force three in the win. So many people to thank. I don't know if I can run through it. I'll try. Thanks to Rich Gannon, Ryan Harris, Stanford Steve, Mike Golick Jr., Jick Jack, Grant Paulson, Jason Robbins, Damon Bruce, Mike Golick, Mike Golick Sr., Ariel Epstein, Kelly Stewart, of course, Mike Palm. I am Tim Murray. VSIN Super Week coverage continues. Top of the hour, Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.